Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hi, my name is Paul Valley, and I'm the lead pastor at Livingstone's Church in Red Deer, Alberta. Do we really understand what true love is? Love is a deeply misunderstood concept in our culture. Much of what passes off for love today is not really love. It's one thing to love someone when they are lovable, but far more difficult when they're unreasonable. Have you ever wondered how in the world God could love us when we have totally disregarded him in so many ways? Yet what really Christmas is all about, it's about the greatest gift that was ever given to an undeserving world. Unlike that little ditty that is sung during the Christmas season regarding Santa coming for those who are good, you know the jangle. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. But God knows that none of us are ultimately good. We cannot be good for goodness sake because we all fail. God came because we needed him to make us like himself. One of the most familiar yet profound verses of the entire Bible is John 3.16. Jesus was chatting one day with a religious leader, a moral man who recognized his deep need for God. At the conclusion of that message, Jesus summarizes God's love for us, which is God's good news to us in a nutshell. In this passage, we find two different responses to God's loving approach to humanity. Many in our society think of God as only a judgmental person. The idea that God would come not to condemn, but to save us to be understood and embraced. In John 3, 16 to 21, we find three elements in understanding and embracing God's wonderful provision. And the first one is simply, what motivated God? In a summary statement, Jesus shows us God's reason for saving us from our brokenness. It originates out of a heart of love. In John 3.16, Jesus said, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son. But the question that is begging to be asked is why? Why did God take the initiative? Why did God love? Did he love because of our need? It's certainly true that we're all desperately in need. The tragedy is when someone doesn't recognize their need. That truly is a desperate condition to be in. But that's not what prompted God to love. The ultimate reason why God loves is found in the very nature of God. God is love. In other words, God can't help but love us because he's a lover. God so loved the world. It was not the object that prompted his love, but rather it was based upon who he is, his character. Philip Yancey recalls a story about C.S. Lewis. It was during a British conference on comparative religions. Experts from around the world were debating if any belief was unique to the Christian faith. They began eliminating possibilities, incarnation. But other religions had different versions of God's appearing in human form, resurrection. Again, other religions had a count of returns from the dead. The date went on for some time until Lewis wanders into the room. 
What's the ruckus about, he asked in reply. His colleagues were discussing Christianity's unique contribution among world religions. Lewis responded, oh, that's easy. It's grace. After some discussion, the conferees had to agree. The notion of God's love coming to us free of charge, no strings attached, seemed to go against every instinct of humanity. The Buddhist Eightfold Path, the Hindu Doctrine of Karma, the Jewish Covenant and Muslim Code of Law, each of these offers a way that have to earn approval. Only Christianity dares to make God's love unconditional. The second element in understanding and embracing God's love is how God demonstrated it. How did he show his love for us? He gave his one and only son. Love is an action. It can be best illustrated by the fact that God gave. God the Father gave us his very best, his son. Can you imagine giving up another to another what you love the most? God gave up his son, not because any one of us was worthy. The Bible says it happened while we were yet sinners. While we were still at odds with God, he showed us his love at giving up his son. You might ask, but who is this love given to? God so loved the world. This love is offered to all people at all times. God loves people so much, he gave up what he loved the most. It is a powerful moment in our life when we realize our lack of worthiness to receive God's blessing. The third element in understanding and embracing love is how we receive it. In order to receive it, we must accept this amazing gift of love. It comes simply by trusting. It's been described as childlike faith. It says, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And what does it mean to believe in him? Well, we say yes to God. We embrace his provision for us. We receive the greatest gift possible, the gift of himself. Will we trust God with our lives? Julian and Northwich once prayed, God of your goodness, give me yourself, for you are sufficient for me. I cannot properly ask anything less to be worthy of you. And if I were to ask less, I should always be in want. In you alone do I have all. I saw that he, our Lord, is everything that we know to be good and helpful. In his love, he clothes us, enfolds, and embraces us. That tender love completely surrounds us, never to leave us. So what is Julian saying? That we must ask for God himself in order to receive all that we need. There's no question that God took the initiative with us. The real issue between ourselves and God is our response. We notice in the remaining passages of this chapter the fact that people may turn away from Christ. When that happens, it actually reveals the condition of the heart. In John 3.18, it says, Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because he's not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. Those are pretty strong words. The story's told of a young man who'd entered into an art museum. Once inside, he came to the portrait of Mona Lisa and began to audibly criticize the painting. What he was actually doing was judging himself to be ignorant when it came to art. Rejection of Christ is simply like that. We are in reality judging ourselves. The Bible says in John 3, 19, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Light and darkness here refers to moral light and darkness. It speaks of doing what's right over doing what's wrong. 
John tells us why people chose what is wrong over what is right. It is because they enjoy sin. The reason they enjoy sin is that their nature is evil. As said earlier, there's no neutrality. Sin is an absence of love. For God is love, and we cannot be filled with God and living in continuous sin. Fear is a product of such a life. As John writes in his epistle, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The reason why people are afraid of God is that they're afraid of being exposed. In verse 20 of that chapter, it says, everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. So many people are afraid of God. After Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, they hid from him. There are many people trying to hide from him. They're afraid they'll be exposed. The reason God comes and exposes our sin is in order to set us free from that very sin. Sin's power is expressed in denial or concealment. We're afraid to come to God, so he takes the initiative to come to us to set us free from our sin. The key to receiving God's love lies in our response. We must respond to his love, and that means by by believing in him. We must receive him on his terms. In Romans 10, 13, it says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. We must call out to him. We must surrender ourselves to him. The result of trusting in Jesus and all that he did on our behalf creates a new kind of life. It's described as eternal. In John three sixteen, it says, Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Will you receive God's greatest gift, the gift of himself? Because that's really what the gift of Christmas is all about. When Paul was writing to the Corinthians, he said it this way, Thank God for his son, his gift, too wonderful for words. Let us pray. So, Father, we come to you today and we ask that your greatest gift, the gift of your son, would be ours this Christmas season. We open our hearts to you and receive this wonderful gift in our lives, our complete trust in you. To accept you and to receive this gift brings to us a new quality of life called eternal. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. We must respond to God's love by believing in him. We must surrender ourselves to him. Friend, will you receive God's gift today, his wonderful son? And I promise you, your life will never be the same again. That's the best gift any man can receive in this life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to use this time also to Thank God for what he's doing in Spread the Word Global Ministries. Friend, the Lord has enlarged our tent. He has enlarged our territory. He's enlarged our capacity. As of today, Spread the Word Ministry radio outreaches can be heard at Calgary AM 1140 every Friday at 1 p.m. Edmonton AM 930 the light every Saturday at 11.30 a.m. This message can also be heard at Grand Prairie Reach FM every Sunday at 9 p.m. 
those in British Columbia, Dawson Creek, Fort St. John can also hear this message on their Reach FM every Sunday at 9 p.m. And then, of course, Shine FM Red Deer every Sunday at 8.45 a.m. God is continuing to enlarge this work. Blessed be his holy name. You can also hear this message at Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, every Sunday at 8 a.m. Manitoba, Stenbach, every Sunday at a.m. 1250 at 6 p.m. Hallelujah. You can also hear this message twice in Toronto, on Monday, Joy Radio, 2.45 p.m. and Saturday, 9.45 a.m. Hallelujah. Friend, I want to also share with you that as the Lord continues to enlarge us, you can now hear this message in Halifax, Nova Scotia, CJLU-FM, every Sunday at 2 p.m. And again, you can hear us in Prince Edward Island, Charlottetown, uh, CIOG-FM, every Sunday at 2 p.m. Furthermore, you can hear us in New Brunswick, Moncton, Sita FM, every Sunday at 2 p.m. What's more, this ministry is also on television, Faith Channel, every Friday at 3.30 p.m. You can hear the message that is being preached all over this nation from coast to coast. And so, friend, I want to ask you to pray, consider joining and supporting this work. And as you do, the Lord will reward you. The Lord will increase you. The Lord will continue to help you in all your endeavor. And you can reach us on spreadthewordglobalministries.org. And if you want to support financially, you could also do so through the Interact at info at spreadthewordnow.org. And I want to lead you in prayer now. Father God, I come to you now with my whole heart. I repent of my sins. My sins crucified you on the cross. I ask your forgiveness. I receive your forgiveness. By the special grace and mercy of God today, I am born again. I'm a new creation. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Contact us. The information will soon follow and we'll send you some literature to support you in your walk with God. Until next time, this is Pastor Joe. Merry Christmas and God bless. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.